0: Iowa Everywhere. John Miller, Chris Williams from the Channel Seed Studios. It's Miller and Williams presented by Wild Rose Casino and Hotel. Three locations in Iowa. Three times the fun. You'd rather be here. This is Iowa Everywhere. Hello. What's going on? Welcome to Miller and Williams. Week two of the uh, college football season. Week two of our show, at least. We're going into week three. It's so freaking confusing with the week zero.
1: Yeah, I don't like week three,
0: but it's actually the fourth week of games is what we're going into. Yeah, I don't like week zero. No, thank you. We're presented by our friends at Wild Rose Casino in Clinton, Emmitsburg, and Jefferson. I was up near Jefferson today. The town, have you ever been to Grand Junction? Where is it at? It is just to the west of Boone on Highway 30
1: doubtful i was up there doing I've been, to coon, I've been to coon rapids and guthrie center different uh different yeah.
0: different city but at grand yeah, junction eight, 800 yeah, right. people they're so right
1: they're so different their names are different
0: my guy yeah, uh please. dustin fouch and channel seed and all those guys uh welcomed me up there and hung out with them for a while so i i this is i'm not kidding dude we are recording this at eight o'clock. I realize most people listen to this on Wednesday, eight o'clock at night. This is the first time I think I've opened my computer because I've just been scrambling with that, and then I came home straight into dad mode because my wife's working super late tonight. And here I so I'm I am fresh. I haven't given an opinion
1: all day. They're all oh, here man. for John Miller tonight. Fantastic! <laughs> I'm so excited. I was worried you're going to say you're spent. You got nothing, and I was have to carry no. the show. But you are. You're ready. Let's no, go. No, I'm I'm fresh. We want to talk about First of all, I want to get your thoughts on
0: Iowa State. Get yeah. it from a objective uh, not with no well, no dog in the fight. I wanted to give so, a take on Iowa. Um I'd love and to then hear it. we'll do a other, I wanted to hit on the George Strait concert coming to Jack Trice Stadium. That's going to be dope. Fired up about yeah. that
1: and i'm your go-to george Strait uh, opinion giver well, i
0: thought you would shit all over it because that's what you do you just anything you know that you chris are... likes i'm just gonna
1: lift my leg and take a huge dump all over it it's not a, it's not intentional but you are uh, fairly prescient with that uh prediction what do you have against george Strait? not a why thing. do you I think hate the Strait...
0: greatest musician in history
1: george Strait? i think uh you know <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna make a country music i'm just not a big country music fan anymore i used to be when i was like garth brooks back in the 90s but after garth i just you know
0: garth brooks i know he's still the- a-
1: garth brooks invented douche country i thought you were gonna say something like that and i do i do have an outlaw country playlist on my uh apple music um you know the old guys and i love Sturgill simpson Love, he's Sturgill great. Simpson. Love Sturgill Simpson. But to me, he, he's like a genre crosser. Um, one of my yeah, probably is. 10 most favorite songs of all time is Turtles All the Way Down by Sturgill Simpson. Um, I've got two of his albums, like literal albums. So I guess I don't hate all country or dislike all country. And George Strait certainly is an OG. And I will say that Chris Stapleton is incredibly talented. And there are some of his songs that I really like as well. Um, so neither of those two guys is douche country, douche country. Who's the third total douche little big yeah. town. Yeah. Straight up douche, straight Robital. up douche. So you know what? Hey, c- congrats Ames. You get a first concert back since, you know, I think it's like what, 20 Robert. Some years. Robert when, when I was in college no. there, they Just got concerts. The box. Yeah. When I was in
0: college, you got concerts all the time at Ames. They mm. weren't at Jack Trice, little. but like Hilton and like, like it, But then Wells Fargo and, you know, they do such a good job in Des Moines now. It's like, why would you go up to that old arena Hilton when you could be, you know, you got an airport there. You have way more lodging. The need was gone in Central but, Iowa because Wells Fargo does does all that now.
1: But But Jamie, Jamie has brought the music back to the Jack. That's what he's done. He's just turned it around. He's he's made that uh, facility uh, a great facility again and modern. And uh, you know, all 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 credit goes to Jamie. Who knew Jamie was a a deep country guy? But you know what? Well, speaking
0: of that, the the invite has been issued because uh, I'm and I I think you'll take me up on it. I'm trying to get Miller to come up and do a full weekend in Ames with me this football season. Yeah, because yes. I I want I want your perspective. I really would love hassle to do this too at some point he can't do it because he's too busy on saturdays at this point in his life but because you when's the last time you've been to a game there
1: uh 2005 23 uh 23 to, three. to 10 when three. i about got shot by the cannon and uh steve and i did uh our espn game day thing out in the north of the in, in between hilton and jack trice and it was insane and um I left at about halftime to go do sound off. So, yeah, that's it. That's been a while.
0: Yeah, hey, I just think it's so unrecognizable. Like that whole area, you'd just be. But I want you to come and do the RV lot with me the night before and take How your about the lunch. Texas
1: game? Let's go. All right, I'm looking at the schedule side. Eye and we talked It before. could be that,
0: that top like, three team in the country at that point. That could be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, and I will absolutely be wearing uh, whatever Cyclone gear you give me because we all effing hate Texas. (laughs) There you go, horns
0: down, bitches. I wanted to give a take on Iowa. Uh, It it kind of started. It's less about the football team and it's more just like macro. I've just been thinking about. I there was a lot of stuff. It was weird. Like last week, I thought was really quiet for Cyhawk Week in a weird way. Didn't feel like either fan base was running it up as far as the, the trash talk goes too much. And maybe I'm just so far out of that ecosystem now that I just didn't notice, but it didn't, it, it it was Friday, a bunch of stuff starts surfacing where, you know, a group of Iowa fans are making the case to not play Iowa state anymore. And you know how that goes. And yeah, I, I, well, like, and I, I kind of step in because, like, I just think it's uh, our sport now. And when I say our sport being college football, I feel like we're all kind of caretakers of it as much as we can be. We need more games like this, not fewer. Right. Mm -hmm. And, like, you know, Iowa State's probably going to be at a point here in the next few years, I would guess, where the Big 12 at 16 teams is going to say you need to play another conference game. And that was kind of the argument of, the big 10 and in Iowa and like, well, why would we do it if nobody else is doing? And right. I right. guess like my argument is just like, because it's, it's, it's fun. It's great for the state. It's a rivalry. And you clearly care about it more than you do any other game, no matter what you want to tell yourself, you care more about mm-hmm. this game than others. Mm-hmm. Um, so beyond that, I'm thinking about Iowa this week Because I watched that game on Saturday, and it's a total slog. We knew it would be. Iowa State contributed to it just as much as Iowa. This wasn't just a Brian (laughs) Ferentz offense type thing, right? I want to know what you think because I'm looking at Iowa's schedule. They're ten and two. I feel like worst case right now. Maybe nine and three would be worst case, but like the West is probably worse than we thought it was going to be. Now, Wisconsin will keep getting better. I I said that all offseason. It's going to take them half a year to get that offense going. You feel like Rule will probably do the same at Nebraska. So I'm not writing any conclusions. But right now, Iowa's going to be favored probably in every game the rest of the way except Penn State. And they do play at Wisconsin. Yeah, they're favored right now, bro. Oh well, I haven't looked. I'll take your word for it. I'm s so, I, I am mean, I, I would be shocked if like right
1: now Iowa wouldn't be favored. Well if football. Iowa if Iowa played Wisconsin next week, I'd feel a lot better about it yeah. than in than four middle weeks of like you are talking about. Yeah. Right.
0: Here's my question to you. You've been doing this a long time. I know how Hassel feels, but you guys come at things from very different angles. Are you because right now I feel like Iowa fans have it really good. It's like even on bad years, it's like, oh, well, we went eight and four, or we went nine and three. Right. Two years ago, everybody lost their goddamn mind and they won ten games. Right, right. Are you? What? Here's what triggered this: is I was I was listening to people talk um, about the Michigan State job, and the argument mm-hmm. was made by some national guys that that job just got considerably better because they're not in the Big Ten East anymore going hmm. forward because the the divisions are going around. Are right. you the Iowa guy who's like, yeah, we're going to spice things up now, even though it's going to get considerably more difficult, I think, by any measure or like, or, or can you sit here and go, man, you know, we got it pretty good right now. We're the best program in this division. Um, You know, even like on our average years, because our defense and special teams are so good, we can just limp to a ten win season. Like that's, I I don't know. Like I I guess, like I'm watching this, and it's just like, man, if you guys think you guys are that much above, like just playing your in state rival, like Iowa State's still in a power league. This isn't, this isn't dropping you and I. You know, like I I don't know where are you at on this
1: because my my mind's been spinning on this all day. Right. So first, to clarify, is this question about Iowa State and how you feel about Iowa and Iowa State? or All
0: my mind, it it just, like, I was surprised on Friday the amount of Iowa fans that were saying they don't want to play the game. Gotcha. Okay. And that's what got me thinking about it. Right. And, and like, the whole, like, well, the all-time record gets tossed out. Iowa State wasn't a real football program until McCarney got
1: there. Like, I I don't care. Yeah. Anybody that tosses out history a lot, it means that you're not exactly confident uh, in your present or your present isn't exactly great. Yeah. I mean, I've been I, saying that forever.
0: I would, I would agree with that. It's just like, I, I don't even consider Iowa State football a thing until like 98 when they finally beat Iowa. Yeah, that was what right. got until, them yeah. to that point where they could compete. They had to do yeah. that before sure. they could do For, So, like with Iowa, I don't know. Like, I, I know I'm all over the place right now, but what do you think going forward? Because, like, I look at it as an Iowa State fan. I'm like, God, I'd give anything to have that Big 12 North back. <laughs> right. For sure. No, I get I, it. I would give and, anything and to be in that. And then right. I'm watching you guys winning nine, 10 games every year, and you're fired up because you want to start going to the West Coast and you want to start playing Ohio State more. And I'm like, be careful
1: what you ask for, bro. Right. No, you're 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 right. So a couple of things. One, and there's a lot of you know. I'm 52, and I didn't start watching Iowa till like their Rose Bowl year. I was 10 years old or nine years old when in their Rose Bowl year I was it? does 81, so I was 10. So before that, though, 18, 19 years before that, Iowa never had a winning season in any of those or in any of those years. And so Iowa was a really bad football program for the better part of two decades. Now, Iowa had had success in the Evashevsky era, uh, you know, back in in the 30s and the Howard Jones era in the 20s, et cetera, et cetera. So Iowa had a better, you know, historical success than Iowa State. But Iowa was coming out of the football hinterlands too, the same way that Iowa State came out of the football hinterlands uh, with Dan McCartney's win over Iowa in 1998. So now as it relates to what do I think – Here's what I think. In my dream scenario, it would be the Big Ten. No Penn State, no Rutgers, no Maryland, nobody else. Just the Ten. But that's that's not reality. All right? So, okay, Penn State's in it, Nebraska's in it, whatever. Um, I just want to be entertained. That's all I want. I want to be entertained. I no longer... You know the, the game last week, back back in I don't know 15, 20 years ago, I would have had a trouble getting to sleep the night before the game. I would have been so excited and amped up for the next day. That's how I was with almost every single game. Maybe because it was my finances were tied to it too, tied to Iowa victories. you know how that feels. There. Um, and then I, and then I would get like you know butterflies right before kickoff, like I was playing or something. And there'd be things that happened during the game that would make me nauseous. And um, I don't feel any of that anymore. And I'm so thankful. I don't feel any of that anymore. And so therefore, when I say I just want to be entertained, I mean it. Now, I want Iowa to win every single game. But if they don't and they go 7-5, and the only time I'm probably going to talk about it the whole week is when we do a podcast and talking to my friend Billy Love down here in Kansas City. That's it. That's the only two. To, and, and if I talk to my dad, brother, and Barney, it's about it. I'm not – I'm just – it's not that I don't care. It's just – I just want to be entertained. We have so many things in this world and in, in society and the media. We're bombarded with negativity all the effing time. We're fighting each other over dumbass shit. Um, we're fighting each other over some serious things too. But, man, just, just entertain me for three hours. That's why oh. – I actually like fantasy football more than I do college football right now. It's pure entertainment. I don't have any emotional attachment and I kind of like that. It's weird too cuz I did a podcast with Sage Rosenfels earlier this
0: week. If you guys haven't listened to it, you should go and check it out. I thought Sage was phenomenal breaking down the Iowa and Iowa State offenses from Gosh, his yeah, go Listen to that. <laughs> he just thinks that they're total garbage. It's so funny cuz he just comes at everything from like a Kyle Shanahan NFL Right and like our teams aren't doing that, right? Like they're they're right. not. Um, What's is funny because it used to be like Iowa was the pro style, and like you had all these renegades like Art Briles and Mike Leach doing their thing, and now it's, right. it's totally gone the other direction. Um, but I said the same thing to him. For the first time in my life, I feel like I'm just I'm not more, but I feel like I'm just as invested in the NFL as I am college which that means college has taking a big drop-off for me because it used to be right. 90-10 for me. And the 10% was watching the Vikings. And every once in a while, the Cowboys, because that's my dad's favorite team. And y- I, you've heard my Herschel Walker story. I got I went with him in the trade. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. the Chiefs, because they were the team that was an hour and a half south of me growing Right, up. for sure. But yeah. it was – I'd stay up and watch a – Marshall Falk San Diego state game and be locked in at one o'clock in the morning, no matter who they were playing, but I wouldn't stay up and watch the Steelers and the Patriots because I didn't really give a shit. Right. Right. For the first time in my life, I feel like, and it might be our partnership with Circa to be honest, because I'm doing a lot more NFL, but I'm as invested in the NFL, like emotionally as I am the college game. And I just, and that's just why with me going back to the, the game, like what I don't whatever. Like, so if Iowa State and Iowa don't play, to be honest, if Iowa State can get another cupcake, it'd probably be better. But but it's not good for the sport. Like wh- why would we want fewer games like that? I don't understand. I can't comprehend it. What do Iowa fans who think that do they think that you're just gonna go out there and schedule Alabama to a home and home? Because that ain't happening.
1: What That'd is the dumb. mindset there? Yeah. I I ultimately think that both the Big 12 and the Big 10 are going to get that additional conference game, um, 10 games. Maybe they go to 13 games through regular seasons. I don't know. But I I think that they will, and I do think the Iowa-Iowa State series probably goes away. I would agree. But you're right. You're right that, um, and, and I've not always held this opinion. I used to like pretend to not like the game and say it should go away because that was a form of smack talk when I had my radio show. Yeah, that's,
0: yeah, it's trying to belittle but, but, Iowa State.
1: Yes. Yeah, for sure. I was trying to belittle Iowa State. Um, and I think that that's probably the root of a lot of what you hear now from Iowa fans saying that they don't want the game. Not all of them, but sure, certainly some of them. But I just think that this, this sport, um, grew in popularity to, you know, the number two position maybe in all of sports uh, as recently as a few years ago because of the regionality, because of the regional rivalries, because of the pageantry, because, you know, you harken back to when you're younger and you hear those drum lines on campuses. If you went to a campus that had, you know, bands and drum lines and things like that and and all the family. What's that? The drum lines are, I mean, come on. That's the greatest part of
0: no, it's the greatest part of college football. Yeah, you know where you are when you hear oh, it. Oh, yeah.
1: It's, it's why an it's, NFL game day can't even touch a college game day because they don't have no, the band. It, No, and I, I was at an NFL game last Thursday night in Kansas City, and I love Arrowhead. And, and honestly, seeing seeing that uh, stealth bomber fly, I've never seen a stealth bomber in person. I texted you. Yeah, you were you, all amped up about that. <laughs> dude, I know. I was like a little kid. I've never seen it. And I was like eight rows from the top. Wow. Um, cause I bought tickets for some buddies that flew in and I didn't, you know, I didn't want to like break the bank. So I got some, but it's a great seat, but I'm like, felt like I was kind of eye level with it. It was amazing. And, um, and you're one of the two people I texted. Just know that that's you and me, bro. That's you and me right here. I was telling the story. I- we had a flyover at the game on
0: Saturday. This, yeah. this story's epic. And there'll be a couple Iowa state fans who will tweet at us. Cause they remember this, the first mm-hmm. Liberty bowl. Iowa State played in against Tulsa. It was the steel jantier. You know how FedEx is headquartered in Memphis? Yeah. Yeah. So FedEx is all over that. In fact, I think they may even be like the sponsor or whatever. They flew one of their cargo planes for like the flyover. So like, okay, if you're watching on YouTube, this hand right here is the top of the stadium. And here yes. comes this FedEx cargo plane just crawling. And, John, it felt like that thing was going to crash right in to the Liberty Bowl. It was the most terrifying experience I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, it, feel, it feels like that's probably like the Iowa pilot for the Ohio State game in 2010 who <laughs> flew well below the established deck because I was really? there for that one, too. And, yeah, but, um, but you, the environment. I mean, the Chiefs, you know, I love Arrowhead and, and the parking lot, except for the hour and a half it took me to go 500 feet at the end of the game. But it's nothing compared to college. It's nothing. It's nothing. Honestly, it's nothing compared to college just for the 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 pregame and the love, like maybe even like a, a high-level FCS school. I mean, they get into that too. But I just – I'm not saying that college football is – I'm at risk of losing all of my love for it, but I've lost quite a bit. I've lost quite a bit of luster for it because um just these moving around, these things, these things don't make sense. I think it would have made sense for the Big Ten and the Pac-12 to actually like form a real alliance and only schedule one another. Yeah, um, absolutely. and and play for a championship at the Rose Bowl and just change the sport that way. That would have made sense. But what they're doing now doesn't. I mean, it makes. I guess it makes sense to actuaries and accountants. And if those are the reasons why you're doing it, you're going to lose some passion uh, of the sport.
0: It's like it'd probably be better for Iowa State to not play Iowa. You get another win because they're not going to go and schedule anything stupid. They're going to play. No, they're going to schedule They're going to schedule
1: a home game.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get it, but you're not going to be. Is amped up about it like it's not like we we want that emotion in the sport i've never understood that but it, you're right it's people needling at you and like I, I don't know it just is really like that would be like iowa state basketball saying like we don't want to play iowa anymore because we think that duke's going to give us a home and home right, like it's right, not going right, to happen right. duke wouldn't come to hilton like that that's not that's not what a or or you'd say, like, I don't want to play Iowa anymore because we'd rather play a SWAC school to get another
1: win. Right. Well right. I mean I, I would I would challenge everyone to undergo this exercise, I'm about ready to say. Think of the num- like Iowa State fans, think of the number of Iowa fan friends that you have good friends that are Iowa fans Iowa fans think of the number of Iowa state fan friends that you have that are good friends and think of the level of conversation and debate that you have with that friend you know during the Iowa Iowa state game week or during the year you trade barbs back and forth but they're good natured because you're friends you respect the other person that's super fun that gets all taken away i you and i you and i may not even know each other were it not for the Iowa Iowa state series true i think of you know people that i enjoy following on twitter you know uh cyclone larry and you know and ted and steph copley and so many other iowa state fans even bloom i love following bloom just to see how petty he's gonna be from week to week and i saw that stat that he threw out about iowa not having a penalty and say well you know that only be the second time all year that nobody's had a penalty bloom i wouldn't have any penalties last year against minnesota so suck it but i love bloom (laughs) i love this i love all of it um that all goes that all goes away and then you don't play each other and then you just maybe get better you never settle it on the field you get like sports blue balls nah i want them to keep playing it as long as they can even though i know it's going to be coming to an end well said
0: um th- that that was what i had to say I, again i was i was that it was really that michigan state conversation that triggered me that that job got better because and it did. they are out of the east probably did And I was thinking, like, so does the Iowa job get worse? Because you're the you're the dog, you in Wisconsin, right? Like you are, and and that's not going. And who knows? Now it's just going to be
1: like, well, what did the schedulers give you for the year, right? Right. Like, I mean, let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the list real quick here. Let's let's you know we've got uh, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, USC, Wisconsin. All, that's five programs. One, two, three, four. That's five programs that are better than Iowa. That's Oregon? five programs that are – Pardon me? Oregon. Oregon no doubt. Would, There's six. I mean, Washington would be right there. Uh, I think you'd find criteria objectively to support both. Yeah. All right? Um, so, at, at best, Iowa is seventh in the pecking order of this new league. At best seventh. Now, that doesn't mean they're going to finish seventh. It doesn't mean yeah, that, that no. they can't that they can't punch above their weight sometimes. But out of ten times you play somebody that's above you, you're probably winning fewer than half of those times. So, yeah, it's not going to be as easy for Iowa. I might be entertained by seeing some new laundry on the other side for a little bit, but there's no history with Oregon. The only history I have with Washington is being pissed off over two Rose Bowls. Ronnie Harmon, baby. Um, you know USC. I, I think back to the two thousand two Orange Bowl, and I hate them, and I hate that stupid song that they play. Their Trojan just hate that. I had one of the worst hangovers of my life too from that press box, so that's probably why I hate it. And and UCLA, the Rose Bowl, and all that. But you know what? CJ Jones, re- that kick return. CJ Jones, see you later. That was, I think I might, t- I think I, tear might have come down my eye then. That was pretty epic. I had I you had, had the dinner the before. Yeah, two hours prior to that, I was having dinner in the bowels of the Orange Bowl with Ed Podolak and Ed telling me NFL stories, having his ring, and, and I feel like Forrest Gump sometimes. had a good run. Yeah, up. yeah.
0: Yeah, I just – and I, I would also make the point that I think Iowa would be wise to stay with its, like, boring-ass style in this new Big be a departure – a preparation departure yeah like i don't um, think you're like let's say this is kirk's last year is throwing that out there which like,
1: i think I, it is I,
0: I don't think wisconsin's doing themselves any good by going to this like wisconsin air raid thing i no, really don't i don't either they would have been better off state they're boring ass you know ugly it up against all these other teams and i, I think yeah. iowa like Cause you're not going to out athlete and out recruit those schools that you just mentioned. You're just not, you need to beat them in other ways. And that's what Kirk has been so good
1: at for so long. No, you're, you're, you're right about that. And it's, you know, yeah, Iowa can step up and beat Ohio state 55, 24 sometime, when you have two NFL tight ends, which they do now, and you've got a scheme around that. And Ohio State was incredibly arrogant that day in their defensive schemes anyway, but that's a story for a different show. But yeah, I mean, I just, when you're a departure from prep, think of Dr. Tom Davis at Iowa. I don't know if you're old enough to remember Dr. Tom. Oh yeah, uh, and that's, that's yeah. what I grew I up mean, on, man. Iowa's, Iowa's rosters, more often than not, Half those guys aren't getting scholarships to any other Big Ten program. Maybe maybe two-thirds of them. Maybe three-quarters of them in some instances. They're just not. But it worked. Iowa's, Iowa's system that Dr. Tom had made the, uh, the, the whole greater than the sum of the parts or whatever that statement is. I mean, everybody collectively playing in that system because the system was such a de- preparation departure from normal. It made them better. Now they were still only two games above 500 in Big Ten play from the uh, the year after Roy, Eddie, and BJ went to left to the end of Dr. Tom's career. But I don't think that their talent was commensurately two games over 500 over a ten-year stretch. But the system helped them. Similarly, I think Nebraska should go back to the Veer. I've been I've felt that for a long time. Look at you know close to home, Iowa State. Iowa State, stylistically, the defense that they play it allows them to do things um, more physically than most any other team in the Big 12, with the exception of Kansas State. But it also gives them the ability to, um, you know, play defense against those passing teams. So Iowa State's defense is actually a, a, a departure, a different departure. I mean, Iowa ran inside zone, gap, split zone, power O counters this week on the off in their run game. And they—that's the—that's that—that's the least percentage of outside zone. I think I remember Iowa running since Kirk Ferentz got there, and that's because of Iowa State's odd front. And they and they you know they felt that likely it was better to go with hat on hat blocking than the zone. But also, I wonder if Iowa not going to do some zone outside, as much outside zone because the 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 standard Iowa counter off of the outside zone run is the bootleg ag, the bootleg out, out the other side. And Ferentz already said Cade McNamara is not bootlegging or taking uh, quarterback sneaks, and I'm going to take his word for it because Iowa had several instances where they should have quarterback sneak or would have against yeah. Iowa State had McNamara been healthy. So yeah, be a preparation departure. It helps. Yeah.
0: All right. Good stuff. I want to thank our friends at Circus Sports Iowa for sponsoring everything we do here at Iowa Everywhere. John, do you um you are the prince of the parlays. You were, uh, you're texting just, you only text when you win. It's that's, what's funny.
1: You're like, we both know
0: this. You're like the addict at the uh, slot machines. They only tell you about when they hit the, hit the big one. They don't tell you about the thousands of other polls that they didn't win anything on. You're, you're right.
1: You're right. I don't text you my losers because you'd get pissed and annoyed because there'd be too many of them. But suckers. The thing is, suckers bets. Did I send you that I mean, article
0: that the Wall Street Journal did on all these sports books and how they are so successful? It's because of the parlays. They th- they give you these odds. Circa doesn't do this. but like The other ones will be like, hey, we're going to give you a 200-point boost because they know you're going to lose
1: more often than right. not. For sure. For sure. Um, you know, I'll say this, um, last football season pretty much exclusively parlays. I start out with the grand, put it in my account, right? And if I get up a grand, I instantly take the first grand back and I don't ever put any more money in until the NFL playoffs start. So I pulled a grand out the third week of the college football season last year. I had it up to plus three grand, and then I got a little stupid and started betting hundreds here, two hundreds there, and pissed it all away. Except one hundred dollars seven game parlays. Dude, you know how big that would have been if it hit well, you know, you saw what <laughs> I sent you today. But anyway, so and then during the NFL playoffs, I also was profitable. During March Madness, I was also profitable. But if I ever lose that thousand dollars before I make money, I'm done. All right. So this now season so nice far, car. put in yeah, I got a I got a winning ticket still for you. Uh, we got to get back dude. There. when we, we were out there, the when we were out there a few weeks ago, they were at Daytona,
0: which is a total crapshoot. If you ever watched one of those races and I heard that you nailed it, we freaking nailed it plus twenty three hundred on the winner. Our table was going crazy. Unbelievable. Little Aiden, little intern Aiden had like a three dollar ticket that paid off whatever like he was thrilled. He got like hundred bucks out of that thing. He was fired up. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, memories that can only be made at Circa, Circa Sports, Las Vegas. So, but you know what? I'm down a hundy so far this year. But last week, um, two, I hit two. I hit a, a 75 to win five something, 595. And then I hit a 21 to hit 190 in the NFL. This week, I've already got 11 wagers in. Um, I hit my $150 weekly limit that I give myself until I you know, either run out or profit. And I'm telling you right now, Chris, do you want to bet me that that uh, none of those parlays hit? 0 for 11? You'll hit one. Okay.
0: And Maybe that's all two. I
1: need. Every single one of those pays out more than what I wagered. See, I got a system, bro. Well, that's how I am with NASCAR, too, because it's like...
0: I mean, it's really hard to pick these winners. Oh like, gosh, yeah, that's like roulette. But like, I'm actually like into it, so I watch. I'll watch the qualifying speeds, practice speeds. I know what manufacturers oh, running well at this style of track. I know the tires. So I, I feel like I do have an edge over most people doing that. And all I have to do is like I hit the Daytona 500 at plus thirty five hundred. You know, I hit that one at plus 2300. If if I hit like 5 or 4 or 5 winners on a 36 race season, like I'm way into the profit. You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah, as long as you're, you know, as long as you have con- equal uh units that you're wagering. Yeah, you have to track it, which I do
0: on the yeah. action network usually. But I, then uh... I'll get stupid and I I'll bet like matchups and crap like that. Here's what I want to do. I would like to from for now to the rest of the year, I would like a print okay. parlay that we can post on like Fridays on the Iowa Everywhere social media accounts.
1: You got it. Yeah, we do that. You got it. Yeah, and, and we can let people uh, ride with the Prince. Yep, I like it. And so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to I'm going to make them three teamers because um, you know I like getting down to seven. I got an all 16 NFL special this week that I sent <laughs> to you. By the way, that uh, I think it was I think I bet eleven dollars to win like almost two hundred grand. Um, it's fun <laughs> that'll be a loser it was like plus yeah, 1.9 million it's so hard it's oh, so it's hard. It's, it, it's unbelievably hard uh, i this last week i won, the one i won was uh lions money line uh jaguars jaguars covering five and uh, san francisco money line and that 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 was a decent pay like 25 to win 190 but you're right there's no way i'm going to get all 16 that would be a miracle and I'd probably hedge it at some point in time if I could, but we'll do it. We'll do the, the Prince's parlay pick of the week starting yep. uh, this Friday. I will text it to you or I'll tweet it out and, and you can do what you want with it on the uh, appropriate social.
0: Last but not least is I got these little Queens. I got to get put to bed.
1: What did you think of Iowa state? I'm glad you asked that. I was hoping that you would before we got out of here. Um, I, I Here's what I think. I've just got the stats over here, so i got to put put my uh, glasses on. But this is not really statistical. I think that um, it felt to me, and I could be wrong, very well could be wrong, it felt to me like Iowa State had training wheels on Beck, Um, in a way. Um, Iowa State's game plan, I thought, was actually really good, what it looked like their game plan was. And to me, what it looked like was, let's – put money in the bank. Let's just keep making deposits. Let's stay out of the middle, which is where quarterbacks go to die playing yeah. against Iowa. If we're going to do middle, it's going to be underneath drags and crossers where space has already been cleared out. So the the receiver catches it running downhill, or we're going to go to the flats. We're not going to try and thread the needle over the corner and in front of the safety or over the backers and in front of the safeties Sorry, Austin, you're catching another stray here. You're the patron yeah, well, saint of whenever I yeah, talk that, about this.
0: That guy who plays for the 49ers, you may have heard of him. He did the same thing.
1: Yeah, correct. You, you don't know. do that. So yeah. I so so Campbell and company said, you know what? We're not gonna go where the death is. We're gonna try and be the team that can be patient. Well, you know what? They were. Their opening drive was really good. Their penultimate drive that wound up in a touchdown was 80. Uh, yards and 14 plays in nearly seven minutes. And I know a lot of people were upset with the um, the time management or had some opinions on the time management. And I think Matt Campbell's post game summed it up perfectly. you got to score a touchdown when you're down by two possessions. And yeah. they needed to put themselves in position to score. I think that Iowa State and Beck are going to get a lot of mileage out of that drive, out of sticking to the plan. Yes, Beck made a really bad throw in the flat that Iowa mm-hmm. jumped and the Iowa's defense is really really good. They play as connected as any defense in the country, year in, year out. But I actually uh, give Iowa State and their players a lot of credit for the discipline they showed, sticking to the script that I think they stuck to. I don't have any problems with the time management because Matt also knows that he Iowa's going to get a kickoff and he knows they're going to run it three they're 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 going to be yeah. very very predictable and very low risk. Iowa State got the ball back. What was it, Chris? A minute 30, minute 40, something like that? It was a minute 50, I believe. Yeah, a minute 50. So what folks, what do you want? Yeah. They I, had a minute and fifty to go down the field. <laughs> I I um I was
0: ignorant in the press box. I was thinking that they were taking too much time too. And I listened to Matt post game and it was like, oh, okay. I'm an idiot. That made yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean,
1: I remember yeah. I remember telling my buddy Billy Love, I'm like, we were both at the same time. We both looked at each other and kind of went tick, 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 tick. But that was really it. It wasn't like, this guy's an idiot. And we just kind of... Thought about it, talked about it, and I think that was fine. I think on the whole, Iowa State's defense very salty. Obviously, Iowa's offense is 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 not uh, great. Cade McNamara is still rusty. Um, I was excited from an Iowa perspective on some of those incompletions, which is what we get excited about if you're an Iowa fan. You get excited about incompletions. I think Iowa's w- once he gets some timing, they're going to be able to do some things. But Iowa State really good job on defense. Um, you know, special teams on, on the block punt was that Iowa executing or? Lack of execution for Iowa State. I don't know. Have you watched but the week honestly on that? Yeah.
0: The yeah. how that referee moved the ball. I I think that was kind of fluky. And then the and I and was just really good at that. So Iowa State's yeah. guard and tackle on the right side weren't ready. It almost could have been a false start, even. And Logan Lee's, you know, I was just you can't give them that hold. They're gonna block it every time. That's just what they do. Yeah. Yeah. So this I, is a kind of I, a fluky type of play. So I'm not panicked about the special teams thing for iowa state i i, I right, think it was right. good play out of iowa and a weird situation with right. that football I,
1: I just think iowa state's two or three playmakers shy of winning eight games um i i think that feel it felt like i was watching a six or seven win team honestly Feels, um i think they're a six and six so. team yeah and, and so I, I thought Iowa State was very representative. They showed a lot of discipline. Um, they had a plan, and I think they executed the plan. And you know, Coach Campbell's comments after the game saying that this is the the best that we've played in this series. I don't think he's wrong. Last year was not a well played game. No, last year, no, it wasn't. I, I mean, yeah, that was like Thunderdome. Uh, the other
0: thing too, it's just like. <laughs> That I can't get this out of my mind, this Brian Ferentz twenty five point tracker thing. You know,
1: it's not happening. Like,
0: it. Well, again, like I'm going back to this, and Iowa fans, it, I come at it from a totally different side. It's like I give anything that my team win in nine, ten games. I don't give a shit how they do it. Well, right. you guys are doing this, and like you're mad about not scoring, and you know, and like and Hassel's the quintessential guy, like doing this. But like I'm, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, watch what you're asking for, because I actually think that if, and I'll give Kirk and Brian credit, because I don't think they've cared about that point tracker thing yet. They don't. The second they would start doing that, though, it could really have an adverse imp- impact on your winning and losing. I think Iowa is really smart to keep doing what they do and do not get away from. And, and like, and Chris would if Chris were here. I'm assuming he would say, but we've got to get to the next level. And I'm kind of like more like, hey, man, sometimes you just need to know your place in life. And 10 wins is really good at Iowa.
1: I think that's really well said. And I remember an idiot back in like 1998, 1999, who was just starting out on the interwebs and somehow <laughs> built up a following, basically saying that Iowa needed to fire Tom Davis because they needed to take things to the next level. Um, I actually wrote a letter, a card to freaking Steve Alford, when he was at SMS Southwest Missouri State, it's embarrassing. <laughs> and he wrote me back, by the way. Um, oh no shit! So that's how Steve I never knew that story.
0: Did. I remember yeah, when I remember called you in and gave you the little tongue lashing. I remember that story. Our,
1: our relationship started a lot better than how it ended. You say that, <laughs> but um, yeah. But I digress. But the next level, and uh, I get it, and that's why Sometimes you know, you Pete, don't argue, Aren't you tired of McCaffrey, John? Aren't you tired? No, no, I'm not. (laughs) Um, They play an exciting brand of basketball. Entertain me, first and foremost. Does does Fran's hot-headedness piss me off sometimes? Yeah, because I think it's detrimental to his team relative to the whistle that Iowa can get. Um, But you know what? Sure. I'd love to see them win more in the tournament. And I'd love to see them actually have, you know, three guards on a team at one time that can all take the ball to the hole the way that Iowa State always seems to do. And most teams that win in March do have those things. But I'm entertained because I know there's another level lower. So, Chris and everyone talking about you want to see Iowa go to the next level. Oh, they likely will one direction or another. And you don't get to choose the direction.
0: Like, this Wisconsin thing is going to be fascinating. Maybe it's not a great example because Fickle is thought of as one of the 10 best guys in the, but I don't know that he is. I also know that there's been a lot of guys went to Cincinnati. Like it feels like that's one of those jobs when they were in the American where it's like, it's kind of like Houston was when they were in a lower league. Like it's pretty easy to 93.
1: in your life of watching college football. Have you ever seen anything from one season to the next in a program that's a more significant departure than this? Than Wisconsin? Than Wisconsin. Wisconsin's change of their of their philosophy. I don't know that you can have a bigger change oh, than what no. they've done. When you go with
0: Chris and what those guys were to Bill Longo, Like um, long-term, maybe it works. I mean, you've seen – It might. Like, God, like I just like who who's US think about this. Who's Lincoln Riley gonna fear more? Going to a cold weather game at Iowa City or Madison and playing somebody that's doing trying to do the same thing that they're doing with less they athletes. see a lot in practice every day. Yeah. A few with, with fewer good athletes, or yeah. a bunch of freaking farm boys, twin tight ends, you know, power power running game, trying to ugly out the game and suck down the clock and limit possessions. Who do you think Lincoln Riley would fear more playing in a cold weather environment
1: in October or November? I agree. It's a depart. You can't emulate what Iowa does in practice. You can what Wisconsin's doing because you do it too. And most programs do Wisconsin joined the masses. They stopped being a departure and, All this said, Chris, there's still no effing excuse why Iowa's offense is 112th, 25th in the nation right right now after two weeks. I just
0: thought of another. You just asked me that question. I mean, wouldn't what Nebraska did from Frank Solich to Bill Callahan be in that category? Yes. Because they went west coast. They didn't go air raid. They they went went west coast. They went fear
1: to the west coast. And at that point in time, that was probably as big of a departure. And, and, and the only time that Nebraska has been, I think, representatively, even approaching anything they used to be, was during Bo under Bo Pelini, and Bo had brought Nebraska's never been as physical since Bo left. And um, yeah, you're right, and I, I think that's what's going to happen to Wisconsin. I think they got high on their own supply. They thought they their brand is bigger than what it is. Now I give them respect for trying something new. But I just don't think they're going to, I don't think they're ever going to have the level of success that they had over the previous, you know, 15, 20 years. I think that's going to be the heydays for Wisconsin. And this may be the heydays for Iowa too, by the way. I also think that Fickle, like,
0: he's had a million opportunities to leave. Why did he leave then? Because I think he knew that Cincinnati is going from being the unequivocally the best job in its league to. It's just a job in the Big 12. I think it'll be a good job when the whole thing settles out. Like, they've got great recruiting ground. Like, it's not going to be a bad Big 12 job. It's better than Iowa State.
1: It's one of the largest cities of any Big 12 universities in.
0: Yeah. And like, the recruiting in Ohio is off the charts. You're going to be able to get a lot of those guys who play in Cincinnati who want to stay there. Like, so it's, it's, but I think he also saw the writing on the wall. A lot of these guys, like Tom Herman taught me this. Otzelberger taught me this that, like, when you make that jump, don't don't do what Chris Ash did and make your jump and go to the worst job in a great league. You want to go to a great job in a league that you think you can compete to win each and every year. And I think fickle said, man, now we're going to this whole other deal. It's Texas centric. We're going to have to change a lot. I need to get out of here before, before my stock drops. And like, why? Cause why? Like he had better options in Wisconsin. I don't know. We're, we're getting way into the weeds here. I just,
1: Right, we need to we need to have like a to be continued on this. Yeah, that sounds good. Could be continued, but again, i I, I thought i I thought Iowa State uh, really acquitted themselves well. They played a really good football game. This is not patronizing. I, I think that Iowa Iowa really needs to work some things out this week. They really need to connect on some of those deep balls. Um, you know, continue to to con- continue to do more hat on hat blocking schemes. Um, but you're right. Illinois isn't as probably as good as we thought. Wisconsin's struggling. Minnesota's meh. Um, Nebraska, uh, that was deliciously uh, awesome to watch them get their asses kicked by Colorado. And, um, yeah, it's kind of a meh division. More meh than we thought it was going to be. It's good. It's good for the Hawks. You should get a – If you like winning 10 games – but uh, just <laughs> but keep these me entertained. Guys like Castle are going to lose their minds. Just tell yeah, they, they are. And by the way, <laughs> Brian Ference isn't going anywhere. If, if oh. when Iowa when Iowa doesn't hit three twenty five, you know what? Kirk Ference can't fire probably a guy fought? after winning ten games. You can't. Right, right. You, you, Brian walks in and says, "Dad, this is the contract that Gary wants me to sign." Kirk. <laughs> okay, you know you know what we're going to do with that fucking thing? Okay, uh, we're going to throw that right in the trash. Okay, uh, fuck them. Frankly, uh, certainly, that's what's going to happen. Kluver, how was that? Let me know. Send me a text. That was Uh, me doing an impression of Tyler Kluver doing an impression of Kirk Ferentz. I love it. That's good shit, man. All
0: right. Well, enjoy the games. Um, Looking forward to the Prince's parlays coming up this weekend. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I wish we could fast forward right now to Thursday night. I don't because I got some prep to do. You know, I'm doing these Circa Survivor and millions of things
1: yeah. it's yeah. a lot of who'd you work pick I, this week Who, who'd you take last week in the nfl survivor
0: uh baltimore because i you know why i, I didn't do washington it's because i've learned over the years like those no-brainer ones are generally not no-brainers in the week one i
1: took washington this is my man first you had to sweat it oh i was <laughs> i was this week i think uh, this week i think i'm gonna take the giants i'm gonna keep riding the cardinals train that's funny
0: i i I haven't. Chris and I haven't talked about who we're doing it together. We haven't talked, but I was gonna maybe offer up the Giants too. How crazy is that? A road team after they lose forty to nothing in week one, and that's who we're gonna roll with in Survivor potentially.
1: That's it's because it's that's the 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 whip that's coming out. No, it's just the NFL. So I don't know if I told you this. Last year was my first year doing a Survivor.
0: I did it with just some friends, a small pool. I went nineteen. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. So. That tells me two things. One, I'll never do it again. So now that I'm playing the high dollar stuff with the pros, like it's toast. Like I'm out in week three this year. But two, the one thing I learned doing that, because I didn't know, I was too dumb to try and strategize and stuff. I wasn't like, well, I need to save, you know, the Ravens for week four when they've got the right. I wasn't doing that. I I truly think the best thing to do is pick the team that you think is the biggest no brainer to win
1: and don't think into the future that well, yeah, because you're pairing, you're pairing your, you're pairing your odds down. I mean, I agree. You know, if you get to the last week and it's the jets against uh, the Cowboys or something like that, then you're in trouble, but. Anyhow, right. I think I, I think you and I are both in trouble because I think my daughter's waiting. To, we're, we have the last two episodes of Season 1 of Lost to watch together tonight, and she's got mm-hmm. to get those in before 10.30. God, I used to hate it when you and Dave did the Lost recaps. Best show ever. Oh, my God. My third, this is my third time. Th- I watched it with Grace a few years ago, and now Mary loves it, and I love every second of it. Cammy and I are
0: into the 90s movies. That's our thing now.
1: Let
0: we're watching. You an example. Um we watched uh, you know sandlot we watch um okay we we watched the will farrell kicking and screaming the soccer movie we watched the you know the the 90s sports honey i shrunk the kid we watched that we the stuff that yeah. i watched as a kid i show to her now it's a good time watch her let her see the goonies
1: i never seen the goonies is it good oh my gosh well, you might not like it as much because it's been a nostalgia pull for me, but me and our girls watched it. I'm guessing the it's a lot work. like Shawshank Redemption. It's everybody says it's the greatest movie ever and it's just average. You gotta you gotta turn it on and watch it when it's on. Andy, Andy Dufresne. It was a good movie. Shawshank? Yeah. Shawshank
0: is the Garth Brooks of movies. Get good night. <laughs> He's John Miller. Oh. Appreciate our sponsor, Wild Rose Casinos. We'll be back next Tuesday night, everybody. Love y'all. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening.
1: Iowa everywhere.